LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have David Moreno and Rafael Reyes of Reyes Moreno Designs. David Moreno, 45 years old, was born and raised in Chicago's Pilsen Little Village neighborhood. David has been designing and actively involved in fashion since about the age of seven. He enjoyed sketching and learning sewing skills from his mother, Amparo Gonzalez, who became the head seamstress in 1982 with the Mexican Folkloric Dance Company of Chicago. At early age, he was exposed to a variety of fashions, from the company's costumes that involved authentic and colorful wardrobe to the modern high fashion that was in style at that time. David also engaged in fanatically watching Mexican novellas, typically known as soap operas. He cared little for the storyline, but instead paid close attention at what the actresses wore during each episode. On September 4, 2011, David happily married Rafael Reyes. Rafael was born in La Piedra, Magallana, Mexico. Rafael is a creative and self-motivated individual. He is an admirable hard worker with a positive perspective on life who never sees anything as impossible. In 2012, Rafael started learning basic sewing skills from his mother-in-law, Amparo Gonzalez. David and Rafael have started assisting Amparo in mending costumes. Both yearn to learn as much as possible, always motivated by their position of putting garments together and restoring them back to their original state. It was then that they were given the chance to create new costumes for the dance company's anniversary performance. This unique learning experience gave them the opportunity to take their passion to another level. In 2014, Rafael was asked to work with a local designer and this provided him with more hands-on experience. David and Rafael frequently spoke about their shared goal and was to one day create their own fashion line, Reyes Moreno Designs. In 2015, their dream came true and David and Rafael founded Reyes Moreno Designs. Their work consisted of creating unique and detailed pieces for drag performers both local and throughout the U.S., as well as for women who look for unique dresses for social events. In 2017, they were again asked to design and manufacture the costumes of the Mexican Folkloric Dance Company of Chicago's 35th year anniversary performance. Then in 2018, Reyes Moreno designed and created its first ranchero-style wedding in Quintana collection. This collection is an on-sale at local shops located on the famous 26th Street in Little Village, Chicago. Reyes Moreno Designs was also given the honor of designing a dress for one of Mexico's top folk music performers, Beatrice Adriana, and continue to work with rising artist and daughter Beatrice Adriana and Marco Antonio Solis. Beatrice Solis by Ebin asked to be design gowns for her upcoming Ranchero album release. Reyes Moreno Designs is seeing an increased demand for all types of affairs, both artistic and social. Their styles fit the modern demands of not only the Kidder community, but also the other regions. One of their famous, most requested styles includes the Ranchero fashion. This fashion is a variation of folk wardrobe applied to evening, wedding, and quintessential gowns. In 2019, prom collection can be described as modern, exceptional, and incomparable. The collection meets the demand of today's youth by creating garments with glamour, charm, and high fashions. 
Reyes Marino Designs continue to work towards making their clients feel amazing by wearing exclusive designs tailored to their fashion tastes, modern demand, and create the hands their natural beauty. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with David and Raphael. So today we're sitting down with uh, David and Raphael of Reyes Moreno Designs. How are you guys? Good, we're good. Awesome. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, awesome. Cool. So we met at Runway Latinx. You guys were doing some designs there, fantastic, kind of stuff like that. Do you want to fill us, our listeners in a little bit more about kind of your backgrounds and how you guys kind of got to putting together this awesome company you guys are running right now? Sure. Um, I have been sketching since I was like about seven years old. Okay. I'm 45 now, so do the math. <laughs> um, and for a long time, um, I was with my mother, who was a seamstress for a dance company. It was a footwork dance company, one of the biggest ones here in Chicago, which my brother was the director of. So it was like a family affair. And she would create, recreate all these costumes, authentic Mexican, Mexican costumes. So. You know, I would see that sewing part on, on that end, but I have always loved to sketch. So what I would do is um, I would watch soap operas and just look at what they were wearing. and then Like English ones or Spanish? Spanish. Okay, yeah. I, and just draw. Yeah. There were specific actresses that I loved. So um, I would draw it, fold it up, and then throw it away. Until somebody along the way gave me some empty some books that I care just keep on whatever um, I didn't pursue a career in fashion um, I think for our culture back then it was kind of like a no right. it's only for women and you know so um, but I, I still pursued uh, you know to draw and keep my drawings later on in life I um, got together with some friends of mine who started doing uh, drag and I started designing for them cool. and about what, eight years ago I married Rafael and kind of told him what my passion was and he saw how much how passionate I was about fashion that he learned how to sew okay. <laughs> <laughs> to start to create um, to start creating my designs and he would go through these sketchbooks and it's like this is just money sitting here you don't understand so um, we started with our, our friends with the LGBT community with our drag our drag queen friends and uh, we sold all over the United States and then um, we started getting friends who don't necessarily find dresses for whatever went at the stores they started coming to us and it was word of mouth that's how we got to where we are so we, our clientele base is, is growing um, I remember the first year for prom we had five dresses oh, wow. and then now we have last year we had 50 um, I remember how that went when I was in high school it's like you saw some girl with the other dress on like it was game over so right. like getting a custom one is, is huge but I mean when I went to prom it wasn't I don't think it was that big of a deal now it's these girls want high couture dresses affordable high yeah, couture dresses yeah. so they want to like go J-Lo and all these <laughs> other people and I explained to them I said it, you know it's uncomfortable those dresses are specially made just for red carpet and yeah. you know that you're going to be uncomfortable the whole night so um, a lot of our friends it's, they, they always refer us to people and when I got uh, to see the Latino Fashion Week, I thought, 
and love. But then I was afraid because I told him, I said, I, that's where I want to go. I want to be, you know, I want to showcase what we can do. And then he's like, well, maybe next year. And so then um, Arabelle started advertising on Instagram. Right. And so I sent her a message. And she replied right away, and um, she said, we'll, we'll touch base in a couple of months. And so she added me on Instagram, and I guess started looking at my stuff. And um, we literally defined what we were going to take about a week before. Oh, yeah. wow. Like a Just week. a week? Yeah. 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 We I made 20 dresses in, in a week. <laughs> yeah. We worked differently, I guess, because... We were so we had so much work with other clients, but right. I, I we had to come together and sit down and say, okay, these are the sketches. This is the material. This is what we're gonna take because we don't do that. We we, we get a sketch. He does it. It's on it's on the mannequin. We might change it right there and then, you know. And so that's what happened a couple of times at the at the fitting with the girls. But it was an amazing experience. I mean, um, a lot of people can't believe that I never went to school. Neither did he. It's, it's crazy. I was I worked right after that, the Chicago Fashion Week, and one designer has like six degrees or something. I, I don't know what you go to school for beyond like the first or second one, like it's a little over my head. But exactly that, people are like, you have to do this, you have to do that. Like, you just follow your passion. And you like think about it, you learn. Like, this is like, yeah, figure it out along the way. Yeah, and we, people, yeah. we've, we've learned a lot since we started five years ago, mm -hmm. um, and we still keep on learning. And I think, um, like, you know, I was very nervous because I love the other designers. Like, the, the guy that does all the work with the metal, and yeah. um, oh my God, he's amazing. And we started talking, so we're, we're, we're chatting now. Um, and Elda, amazing, her, her designs are also incredible. But these are people who have experience, and here we are. You know, we were a little nervous, but after hearing everybody's reaction, and um, you know, we did the dress for Hilda, right? The yeah. And that was done in what a day? A day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, a short, like three-hour day. Yeah. <laughs> All in the day's work. Yeah. What's it like working with your significant other? How did you guys get accustomed to that? Like, how did you kind of like see his passion and feel you could support him? Halfway through, like at least me 50 50. He's gonna speak. My yeah. English is not too good. <laughs> I could translate. Um, yeah, I'm still working. You want me to translate what you said? Dice que como viste, como viste mi pasión en eso y como me ayudaste a desarrollar. Muy que pasión. Pues creo que tu amor al arte de estar haciendo los dibujos este, y verlos en las personas como lo pueden lucir también y que pueden lucir también como una celebridad entonces eso es una experiencia que que nos satisface ver a las clientas que están bien so he said um, he said looking at me how I speak about fashion or my, my the work that I do and how passionate I am motivated him to kind of like start bringing them to life once once we bring them to life I think our biggest reward is that first fitting where this woman tries on that dress. That look on her face to us is just, it's priceless, right. it's priceless. So, you know, just having people come to us and say, one of the things that I'm 
very uh, adamant about is customer service and how you treat people. First impressions are everything to us. Right. Because we've been at places where you want to sell, 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 no matter what. And then they're here telling this lady, oh, it looks perfect. No, it does not. <laughs> you know? Um, so we're very connected in that way. And I think somebody asks us, you know, how do you do it? You live together. You work together. Yeah. I have my other job during the day. So we're, we're, um, we're apart for like eight hours. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but I think I had to come to terms to kind of hear his side his idea of my design cool so we compromise yeah we have our you know discussions about why I think it should be this way and why you know because I could have a vision and a design but if he said well it's impossible to sew I said no it's not look and so um, I think we have respect for each other's ideas and, and respect each other's opinion and I think that's what's helped um, a lot that, that, that's huge. I mean, I've even for me, I work with like people I know really well. Like I've hired friends before, and like I'll joke around, and then I'll get into like business mode. Like you need to do this, this, and this because it's like no one needs to get done. Like, well, man, why are you doing that? I was like, it's business. Like I'm not mad at you. You just need to do this. Like we're here to accomplish this. Once you do that, we can joke around, do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> it's difficult. And and one of the things that we um, talk about now is. You know, in the future, because it gets hectic. I work, you know, and um, I have to. Uh, we also have to take care of my mother, who's 84 years old, and she lives downstairs. She has COPD, and she has her own issues. But you know, um, we—that's one of the reasons we work from home. Yeah. Um, but it gets kind of like sometimes I have to like call off yeah. so I can help, you know. Um, but it, I eventually get somebody to help them. But then. He said, well, will they work? It's hard to find somebody that works like me. Yeah, because <laughs> he's very, I'm too like, picky. <laughs> he'll sit down, mm-hmm. and, he'll, and he won't stop until he finishes. Yeah. And, and we're very, pay attention to detail. If, 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 if you do a line, um, a saw, it's sewing like this, and it goes like this, he'll take it apart and do it again. And I guess that's why we've gotten the repetition with our clients that, you know, we do things well made and, mm-hmm. and I like that about him. Yeah. And then he's like, well, what if we get somebody if they're not doing that? Well, that's where you come in and you kind of set the tone of what you want, what you expect. But I don't think hiring a friend would be. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't. No, we can't hire a friend. Yeah. So where do you guys kind of see things moving forward? So things are going really well. You're growing your customer base. Do you want to open like a store? Do you want to keep working from home? Keep it very custom? What's kind of the ideal situation for you? I guys? think um, eventually we do want a, a shop. Okay. Um, we do want a shop, um, um, but I think there's still some some other things. Like I, I want to participate in another fashion show. Um, right. We've gotten invited to uh, I don't even know the name of it, but it's in December. It's at the Drake Hotel. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, there's talks to see if we participate or at least go t- to see it because they say it's really good. Have you been there? Uh, I, did, I had tickets last year but I didn't go. Okay. My friend, yeah. And um, we have to do that. Um, we have to start um, there's a lot of things I want to do with building a website as well. There's a lot of clients out of state that want to purchase the dresses and it's kind of going that route making it easier for them to order online 
but um, eventually we, I do want to create a shop. I don't care if it's like a little corner, but as long as it's ours and then built up from there. Yeah, I went to a friend's shop the other day where it was just like, just kind of like a little hole in the wall, but like you saw where the work was done, you came in, got the fitting done, like it was just great, but exactly what it comes down to is customer success. Right, like if people feel good about themselves, maybe what they bought. Like I think about it all the time. I remember when I was buying like a suit, maybe just after college. I went to like a retail shop, and like I walked in, I kind of like knew I was looking for something. And the guy just like stopped talking to me. He's like, "Oh, you're not here to buy a suit. I want to talk to you." I'm like, "Oh, I was gonna buy like a belt and shoes and like something else." It's like it was so weird to me. And then my friends have a like a, a store here in town that I went and bought my suit from. They were so nice about everything. They call like follow up like two months later. Everything fit okay. I'm like, well, I put on like 20 pounds. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it's know, like that, but yeah. a lot of um, we were having a conversation with one of the models, mm-hmm. and um, she came over. I think um, we were kind of freaking out because so when we did the fittings at Arabelle's location, yeah, some of the models didn't show up or there was confusion, and our dresses were not finished. So this is a week before. Yeah. So the way we do it is we fit the person. This guy will cut, you know, it didn't have any zippers, and he does his own yeah. thing. So one of the models was there, and it was uh, the coral dress with the kind of the oh, yeah. hair. Um, he's, I looked at him, and I think, I, I think it's missing something. He's like, yeah, I think it needs a slip. So he grabs the scissors while on the model, modeling, and starts going like this. Everybody in the room was like, <gasps> Like, they couldn't believe he was cutting that. I'm like, relax, that's the way he works. Yeah. Um, one of the things that um, we were talking about is a lot, a lot of times we're kind of like therapists to the to our clients. You'd be surprised how many women go there with, like, thinking they're ugly, nothing fits them. They're, you know, they go in there for one style. And, and once I tell them, look, this style will fit you because it's the type of material that's going to fit your body. Yeah. I said, I wouldn't, we were not going to let you get out of here looking bad because, number one, we wouldn't want you to look bad. Number two, it's our name. Right. Right? So, um, she's like, so you guys are like like hairdressers. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, they we had a bride who was crying, right? Because she, I guess um, her mother and sisters told her she was overweight and she could never yeah. find anything. And that day for her wedding, she wore this fitted dress that made her... Her, her curves stand out, but she didn't look bad at all. And so that's another reward that we want, and we want to take that to wherever we open a store to have that same level of customer customer service. Are there kind of rules of thumb for like what kind of materials make people look good in different situations? Yes. So, um, for example, one of the dresses, um, Cassie is her name, the model. Um, she, the curvy model. So that dress was a purple dress, and that dress has a corset built inside. Okay. And it has, um, right now I forgot how you say it in English. Uh, it's called piping. So okay. it's it's like a, a plastic piping to it, like form. Yeah. So um, that, that material on top of it is stretched taffeta, so that kind of molds your body. Okay. Um, there's other materials that are thinner, and we always tell them, you know, this is going to, it's going to hug your body, but it's not It's not going to have corset or stuff like that. So there's different tricks and different things that you can do to kind of hide what you don't want people to see. You know, with lace, um, a lot of people think that if it's shiny, it looks horrible. No, shiny is camouflage. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then we have like really, really skinny girls. Like, I'm too skinny. I want to wear something big. And I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> but it really depends on the, on the type of dress. We always try to work with them. If they have something in their mind, I start sketching. Tell me how or give them ideas. And um, I always, we always tell them to bring three ideas. And it's funny because when they bring three ideas, they never pick any of them. Yeah. <laughs> they always go with the, the, one, the design that we provide for them. So where do you kind of get your motivation from? Like you said, growing up was a lot of soap operas and stuff like that. My mom. Okay. My mom it was yeah, this hardworking um, woman who, um, let me show you the type of dresses. They're, they're dresses that would require on the skirt alone, like 40 yards of material oh, wow. plus yeah. lace plus um, uh, ribbon. Um, but I, I was witness where she would not sleep a whole night, maybe two two hours, to do 16 dresses because the performance was the next day. So I think she's my motivation. And then so is he. He's very... I think he... There's not one thing he can't do. Yeah. It's crazy, you know? <laughs> I got lucky. He's, very, he's a very positive person. super cool super elegant very intricate too yeah so she she did those actually those dresses are like so old but um yeah she was she was my motivation and then um you know i have my favorite actresses and one of and singers mexican singers so one of our biggest um we got ex we got excited uh, was it two years ago one year a year ago um I have a favorite Mexican singer, so it's mariachi music and stuff. And cool. She, I, I was chatting with her daughter, who was also a singer. She's an upcoming singer, and through Instagram. And then um, she said, "Well, why don't you send my aunt um, a message so you could make my mom a dress?" I'm like, she's never gonna respond. Just send it. So I did. And she was gonna come to Chicago to sing, and she didn't respond. I think a, a day before or a day later. The day before. And she said, um, sure, have the dress at this time, at this hotel. 24 hours. And she says, yeah, she's, yeah, she's a size whatever. And so he, he's like, what about if it doesn't fit? Like, we don't go by that. We go by looking at somebody's body, at the picture, and then yeah. doing it. So, yeah, 24 hours to make the dress. We went, and she loved it. And um, she's, I'm like her biggest fan, so of course I got starstruck. Yeah. I was just like, you know. Um, and then now her daughter's one of her client, biggest clients as well. So that that was exciting. These are people that I admired and I looked up to growing up and who were my inspiration, you know. It's kind of odd feel about my podcast. Like people ask me, like, hey, what do you want to do with it? How do you want to go down the line? I'm like, I just love like sharing people's stories and then kind of. By me pursuing my passions, I get like, results like that, right? Like, I've had someone on my show that was like on Shark Tank. I've interviewed like Arabelle. Like, when I met Arabelle, I just thought she was an amazing, strong woman leading the charge. And then you go to these events and like, oh, here's Arabelle, like all these credentials. It's like, oh, she's like super nice to me. Like, why should she be? Like, I'm a nobody, right? Yeah. And uh, after the show, I sent her a message and I, you know, thanking her and stuff. and. And I said, it's incredible everything that you do. And yeah. you're always, like, with a smile, you know, just, like, because I never saw her 
like defeated or just like a bad face or anything or stressed. I'm like, you're not stressed. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, how do you, what's your stress? She's like, oh, I get tired of my shoes at the end of the night. I'm like, oh, God. I was like my friend. I'm like, I always feel like so nervous around her. I never know what to talk about. And she's my friend's like, I wouldn't worry about it. She has plenty of other things in her mind besides the rest of your life. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, I go there. She, like, lets us come in. We have an awesome time, meet great people. And the events always go, like, really, really well. Exactly. She just goes on stage, kills it. Like, everyone around her. Well, it time. turns out that um, her dad used to have a TV show. Oh, And back then, twenty Channel 26 was um, Latin channel. Right. And he also had a, um, a boutique on 26th Street, which is Little Village. That's right. like Mich- um, Michigan Avenue for Little Village. Because <laughs> have you ever been down there? Yeah, yeah. There's like quinceañera dresses everywhere, right? Um, I always I always joke around, like you could find anything there. Like birth certificate desk or no, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, any type of clothes or whatever. Yeah. So her, when talking to her, um, I, she said, oh, my dad was Alba Molina. I'm like, I remember that. Yeah. My brother's dance company used to dance here. She's like, get out of here. Where do you live? And I told her. So it turns out we live blocks from each other because I still live where I grew up. Yeah. And their shop, my mom remembers it. So it was kind of a cool, cool thing to kind of connect. And her, she talks about her dad so well. And I, she reminds me of her dad so much because her dad was just, just as... You know, he was everywhere, and he knew everybody, and he was just so outgoing. Total inspiration. So this story we're telling right now is just the beginning of you guys' amazing careers. What's the best way for people to follow you guys? Instagram, Facebook? You don't have a website yet. So we have Instagram and Facebook, and it's Reyes Moreno. And so um, it just shoots a message, and we'll get back to them. Awesome. That's Anything else you guys want to leave the listeners with before we sign off? No, just um, I hope that we uh, kind of inspire others to follow their dreams as well as we're doing. And we thank you for the opportunity to share our story. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> At Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting there with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. 
Reddit reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Yeah.